0: I
1: don't know. I got I got nothing, pal. I got nothing.
0: It's OK. We don't have to have anything. We don't have to be content creators.
1: Isn't that exactly what we are? <laughs> isn't that exactly well, what, we is? to, what we don't have to do we don't
0: have to put ourselves on the spot for like being improv content creators.
1: Isn't that exactly what we're what we do? <laughs> do, do we write this show?
0: Does it's show scripted. show have a you, don't you, Isn't yours scripted? Mine scripted.
1: Man, if this show was scripted, It needs some fucking better writers. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes, Pat Rage will get you through.
0: So, welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. (coughs) Put up your old pal, Pat. You love Mo, right? I love Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: yeah, of course. I love Mo. He's always coughing, saying things that he uh, he wants them to hear, but he wants it to be like <laughs>
0: so he coughs, you know. <laughs> that was a great introduction of a new character. I gotta say, <laughs> it
1: was such a fun quirk. Every time he would say "teacher's pet," that was one of them. He was great. Do you like Mo? How are you feeling?
0: I think he's very funny. I mean, I I obviously don't like care for what he did in this episode, but um, I think he tried to
1: hook up his bro. What are you talking about? He tried to be a good (laughs) wingman. His whole arc was so bizarre. He was like, I do not
0: understand what he was trying to do, because I thought he was trying to sabotage. And then he's like, no, 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 I'm trying to set you guys up. And I'm like, are you? I'm what's going on here?
1: You thought he was trying to sabotage? No, he wasn't trying to sabotage.
0: <laughs> sabotage. Listen it's, to all y'all. It's and it, sabotage. And it wasn't even
1: like his end goal was like, his end goal was just like, I want to be. He thinks that Sav is like some kind of like lady killer or something. He's like, I just want to like be your wingman. That's all I want in this world is to be your, the second fiddle to you.
2: Mm-hmm. That's kind
1: of sad. Yeah. Got some hot steamy stuff going on though. Ooh boy, Winnie! Ooh, boy, this show can. This this show is mandated to not go for a certain amount of stretch of time without having a pedophile teacher. <laughs> without having a teacher who wants to fuck a student. It's like, oh man, we've gone two and a half seasons. What <laughs> we need one. Only this time we'll just switch it. That's all. The i will just switch it Uh, oh winnie winnie oh getting into some trouble i imagine
2: mm -hmm.
0: can't wait to see where this goes
1: i can't wait i was actually like going through the thumbnails for the Mm -hmm. ones to see when
0: is the next one
2: (laughs) (laughs) i can't
1: wait yeah i want to see it so bad um anyway how you doing pal it's been two it's been two weeks since we last podcasted right
0: (laughs) It has been two weeks since we last podcasted. I'm doing pretty well, pal. Um, I had something to tell you about. <gasps> I have I have some feelings about something. Ooh. Yeah, that's probably not the right word, but it, it that is kind of what it is. So you know, it's it's recently was the 20th anniversary of the OC.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I've been you know watching. I had watched all of it in a very short period of time, like about six weeks earlier this year. really enjoyed it. Um, A friend who has a newsletter shared an episode of the Prestige TV podcast that The Mm -hmm. Ringer does about Prestige TV. And they talked about the OC pilot. And I don't know. Have you ever heard of this podcast? I think so. I had not heard of it. I'm familiar with The Ringer, but they have like 72 TV podcasts. So it's kind of hard to not. Sorry, not not TV podcasts. They have like 72 different podcasts. I so think that one up. of the
1: hosts or both of the hosts have been on screen drafts before. And that's There's
0: multiple hosts and they switch in and out. So it's very confusing as to who's actually like a consistent host. Joanna from,
1: Robinson.
0: She's one person who's on it consistently. And Bill that's- Simmons Um, but then it seems like it kind of switches out a little bit, but I got to say for something that calls itself the prestige TV podcast, right?
1: Are you going to drag another podcast and get us into trouble again? (laughs) Are you, are you, is this what we're about to do here where you're going to end up? We're going to be getting emails from these people. We're going to get in trouble. Is this what we're about to do? Cause let's just get,
0: (laughs) I'm just going to say, I'm going to say it in a nice way. I don't know if they're just like underworked over there or what, but the editing is, and please, broomheads, tell me if we ever do this, but the editing is just like, you miss whole sentences. Like they cut it, and I don't know what someone was talking about. They didn't cut it correctly. And then I looked through the reviews, and multiple people commented about that, and I was like. This is, you know, like we are low budget doing this ourselves. We are not yeah, like a major the, publication, but I don't think we're doing that with like that seems to be happening all the time with them. Give um, us
1: ringer money and we'll give yeah, you a show with no, we'll no show. weird
0: edits. The other thing that I found a little bit weird is that um, I think Bill Simmons used the word montage incorrectly. And I was uh, like, well, Bill Simmons talk twat. About, I was like, you talk about TV, you should know what a montage is. Um, He essentially used it to mean anything that has music behind it and no dialogue, which is not what a montage
1: is. (laughs) No, certainly not.
0: Um, and we then the other to say thing, twat.
1: can we say twat? He's,
0: I think maybe my problems are mostly with him. Um, because the other thing that he said was he described one episode of the OC, I think it was the second episode as having four stories that happen in it. And one of those stories is with Ryan and Marissa. And one of those stories is with Marissa and Luke. And another one of those stories is with Ryan and Luke. And then there's this d story with sandy and kirsten and it's like no 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 those first three are one story like i don't think you understand the structure of television that you're talking about here it's not they're not all separate stories they're
1: all they're all part
0: of they're all part of the same story um but yeah it was just like it was interesting and i was like well i i won't be listening to them more because i might just be missing whole sections of this podcast um but yeah, I just was like, this is strange to me that this is a prestige TV podcast. And it's.
1: It's not prestige. Is what you're
0: saying. <laughs> it's not prestige. I also, I don't know. Prestige. I felt like they it's an interesting premise where they talked about the first seven episodes of the OC because that came out before there was like a break after that. So they were mm-hmm. talking about all of those as a section. But they didn't really talk about those episodes. They talked about the whole series in those episodes and then kept repeating themselves because they had different people on every time. And I was just like, OK, I'm not sure that I really got. It wasn't like what I was looking for in a TV rewatch podcast. You tell him you fucking you said I will. Right now. But they did have Alan Sepinwall on for an episode, and he's writing a book about the OC that's coming out in November. He's on that show a lot, I think. I think yeah, I like Alan the- Sepinwall. I know you do. He's great.
1: Well, Rach, look, you go go leave him a bad review. Is all I can say. I might do that just to be like,
0: guys, have you not noticed that your editing is so bad? People are commenting on, like, leaving Apple reviews about it.
1: Bill Simmons is so annoying. I'm
0: like, I did not care for him.
1: It's like, dude, you so you just have now because have the authority to talk about anything.
0: Like, come on. yeah, I had I took a little bit of issue with the fact that it seemed that Joanna and they had this other woman, Juliet, on all the episodes, who I think is not a regular. Um, they are such heavy Seth Cohen heads that they didn't talk about anyone else very much. And I found that a little bit annoying because I'm like, it's, there's more people on this show. <laughs> like, I like Seth Cohen as a character, but like, that's not the only thing to like about the show. He's a pretty good character. Yeah. Yeah, I know people so- who, who've worked for The Ringer. I don't have... <clears throat> I don't take issue with the ringer as a whole. I'm just saying something's going on. <laughs> Their editing's not so good.
1: Well, look, you know, they can't all be Rachel is what I'm saying. They can't all be the mm-hmm. editing prowess of our very own Rachel. We're lucky to have her. The producer of the show, the, the one man band, as they say, as I say, Rachel, Ray Ray Ricky. Uh, Ms. Ichinowski. Rachie from the block. Um,
2: Keep going.
1: Uh, the hero, the hero of the story. The, at the beginning, when we were doing it, she was the bad guy. But then we realized that she's the hero of the story. Does this, this know where I'm going with this? This is the Claire, the play. The That <laughs> Eli's is. writing. <laughs> Did that makes sense that, that's that what I was talking about? That did make sense. Because that's what they were doing. Because E. Dude, Claire was legitimately stressed out that Eli was gonna murder Jake.
0: I know, I know. And I wasn't like, you're not wrong. No, it <laughs> could happen. We don't
1: know. Remember when he shot the picture of his ex-girlfriend with the yes. shotgun in the in the ravine that one time? I do. Mm. No, could could happen oh my goodness rach um all right so that's good i'm happy yeah, to how, hear. how are
0: you doing <laughs> you've been all right yeah i'm fine i don't know you know you ready for it to be cooler and for kids to be in school I know. um i'm just yeah
1: yeah 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 every day at four o'clock in the afternoon the sun like beats into my apartment because mm-hmm. that's where my windows face. I have like windows that face when the sun is there and the, whatever the setting side of the sun, mm-hmm. the West, the east, the West, where is it? the, the west. west. Yeah. And, um, it's so fucking hot and it's so miserable and I have to close my blinds and like shut it out. And it makes me feel like, uh, like an ogre, you mm-hmm. know, like some kind of like a, uh, vampire like a vincent price type or so although vincent Mm -hmm. price was great by all accounts yes he was but like and i feel like "Eh, i'm closing these things that so the bats don't die (laughs) and and like and i'm ready for that to be over i'm ready for that i'm ready for that to happen earlier in the day Mm -hmm. um and yeah that's it it's coming it's around the corner the summer went really fast though I don't know if you felt that
0: way. Yeah, I I felt like it was going really slow at the beginning and then it really went quickly. Like the last six weeks, two months have gone very fast.
1: You got any big Labor Day plans? This will come out after Labor Day,
0: though. It will. Um, No, just trying to enjoy the last bit of the pool while it's still open.
1: I'm going to see Mr. Bruce Springsteen once again.
0: Once again, baby. Yeah, my parents are going to that next weekend.
1: Me, too. What day well, are they going? The,
0: next, the weekend after.
1: Oh, oh they're going to go see it in the state that they live in. They're not.
0: Coming yeah, they're much not much traveling. Space. No, they're going to see it at, at, there. He's playing at Camden Yards. That's going to be a
1: great time for them. I'm glad yeah. they're going. I wish you were going, but you said you didn't want to go.
0: I've seen him before. So, mm, I'm good.
2: He'll be, he'll I don't
0: be good have $300 day. to spend on a Bruce Springsteen ticket right now. I'm, I got to okay. save up my money to maybe go see Death Cab.
1: Yeah, that's true. Did you see that um, Hard Times article that said, Hi, I'm the transatlanticism bird, and 20 years later, I'm still stuck in this fucking twine? <laughs> no, I did not see
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all Pretty the good. OC talk, and then me starting to watch it a second time has made me think like I really should go to see Dead Cat. <laughs> Is this the f-
1: the record for you? Immediate like the quickness with which you started to watch something after you had originally finished it. Probably. Like how long did you finish it? Like a month ago?
0: Six months ago. Oh, <laughs> not, not quite six enough. months. It's been like five months actually. No, four months. All right. And you're Ready. already back.
1: You're back again. And you're looking for podcasts to listen to Four and months. complain about.
0: Yeah. Well, I could listen to the one that Melinda Clark and Rachel Bilson host. Oh, yeah. Just, Why don't you do I that? I was just surprised for su- something with money behind it that it was like, it just didn't seem as prestigious. As
1: <laughs> it was amateur hour is what you're saying. Yeah. Amateur hour over at the, the To be Rachel fair,
0: to be fair, their reviews reflect that. So.
1: All right. We'll see what happens, but luckily we're not here to talk about any of that stuff. No. We're not here to talk about the OC again. We're not here to talk about the transatlanticism bird, the Death Cab concert, the Bruce Springsteen concert, the Ringer, fucking Bill Simmons.
0: Uh, what is he known for?
1: He was a sports writer.
0: Oh, so he gets to talk about whatever he wants and gets paid for it. Is he was
1: like he Bill Simmons was essentially like the first sports blog Mm. and he was a boston sports guy and that was his name he was the boston sports guy and he started this blog and he had a very like pop culture referencey style of writing Mm -hmm. and he wrote about wrestling also and he wrote about and he did like he did he was very like into pop culture stuff Okay. So he developed like a huge fan base, and then he got hired at ESPN, and then he became like huge because of ESPN. Then he had like a fucking, I believe, a TV network, mm-hmm. he, and then he started the Ringer. He started, I think, he started Grantland, which was like th- that was before the Ringer. Grantland was a huge like sports website for a really long time, mm-hmm. but it, it his his work like always, and he was also like
0: a talking head on like.
1: I mm, love okay. the 90s that all those like VH1 yeah. things. Yeah, because he's so,
0: in the pop culture realm, but he yeah.
1: But yeah, so so he's basically like created an empire for real
2: mm-hmm.
1: over like sports mainly, but a lot of the offshoot is like pop culture. It's you know what? It's like less in celly barstool, you know. Mm-hmm. Still kind of I, I I mean, the politics of like Bill Simmons is really like not known.
2: Mm. It's probably
0: like center left,
2: mm-hmm.
0: maybe center, center, center. It makes sense to me. I didn't realize he was like the founder of the Ringer. Um,
1: oh yeah, he started. The, he started the whole thing.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, why is this guy talking about TV when he doesn't know what a montage is?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's because he's the boss. He gets to do it. <laughs> he the gets fuck to he
0: talk wants. about whatever he wants. Um, that's yeah, di- he's that's it, disappointing and. <laughs> makes it even worse i
1: think i mean i make fun of him and i called him a twat earlier but like he's kind of like in some ways like i don't know if earned the right is the right way to put it but mm-hmm. he's kind of earned the right like i mean yeah. he kind of created this whole thing not just yeah. i mean he sort of is responsible for like the whole I mean, not blogs in general, but like his mm-hmm. blog was like the the one of the first like really popular mm-hmm. blogs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It is what it is. He's kind of a dick bag, but he's also kind of like, I've, I i there was times in my life where I like really liked Bill Simmons and like especially like when he was like doing a lot of wrestling stuff. I was like into
2: him. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. And but I can also think he's kind of. A yeah. Schmuck. Um, okay.
1: I just mansplained Bill Simmons. No, no, no.
0: I appreciate that. it because I really didn't. I, I didn't know who he was. I was yeah. just like, okay, you know, he's one of the people who sometimes is on this. Yeah. And he was the one who actually didn't know a lot of the TV stuff, but the women who were on the episodes with him didn't correct him about that. Cause he probably, cause he's the boss. They yeah. Want in trouble. I also had a hard time. I could not tell. So there were four episodes where they talked about the first seven episodes. You listened to all
1: four episodes of this thing it and you did. didn't even like it.
0: And um, because I wanted to see what else they were going to say, if it got better. Um, and Bill Simmons was on two of them and Alan Seppenwald was on one. And then they had another host on another one. But the two women, it was Joanna who I guess is on it regularly. And then this woman named Juliet. I could not tell which one of them was speaking most of the time because they have very similar voices. And so I didn't know who was saying what, but like, like I said, they're both like real, real big into Seth Cohen. And I like I like Seth Cohen as a character, but they were both girls who had crushes on Seth Cohen as kids and still do. And so they're just that's all they talked about. And I'm like, he's also a narcissist and kind of treats women pretty poorly. So I don't really think he's like the best person like ever. <laughs> Maybe we you should wanted- like put some context around this, too. <laughs> you wanted to get that wood. That
1: would,
2: that would. <laughs> that Some of stretch.
0: the conversation was interesting, though. I was just, but yeah, the, the Alan Sepinwall episode like was missing sections because it was edited badly. And I was like, I kept going back and I'm like, no, it's not there. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> oh, anyway, know, anyway, we're not here to talk about these other podcasts. We're not podcasts. here to talk about any of that shit. Mm-mm. We're here to talk about Eminem.
1: We're here to talk about Degrassi, more specifically Degrassi, episodes 1116 and 1117, which were the 16th and the 17th episodes of the 11th season of Degrassi. Uh, they are the 246th and 247th episodes of the show. But because of all the two-parters, we're going with 178 here. The name of the episode is Lose Yourself in the Moment. The music, you want it, you better never let it go. You only get one spot shot. Do not miss your chance to blow (laughs) cause opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Brittany Murphy, rest in peace. We love you, Rachel. Lose yourselves an Eminem song, Rachel. (laughs) What's your favorite song by the, by the one and only slim shady.
0: It's funny to think about how big Eminem was for a time there. Like just like omnipresent.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: You just, you know, and when you think about like eight mile and like, that won awards, didn't it? It was it at least won, nominated for. It them. won an
1: Oscar for song. Yeah, Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself won an Oscar.
0: Yeah. Um, um
1: yeah, he was the biggest star in uh, at mm-hmm. one point. Like, yeah, one of them.
0: Yeah, I um, I was thinking about this earlier today, and I was like, you know, I feel like there's two Eminems. There's like fun Eminem, and then there's like depressing Eminem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then there's the third one who's like violently
0: misogynistic Eminem. Yeah. That can kind of be in both of those. It just, yeah, it kind, kind of, of goes of. back and
1: forth. Sometimes. Yeah. Cause the song about like the Christina Aguilera stuff is like pretty, it's kind of
0: a bop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, he, Eminem is whatever. I don't really care a lot, but you know, we, he was ever present for a, a long period of time. So, of course, yes. we all know, we all know his music. Um, I, I prefer. I think I prefer the fun M&M to the depressing M&M. Yeah. Um which I think the fun M&M is the red one and the depressing one is the yellow one.
1: You mean you're talking about album wise? You're saying the M&M show is fun and the Marshall <laughs> I Mathers mean the helped.
0: candy that you eat. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh my god. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: awful well at least i'm not talking about step siblings having sex for an hour
1: oh i'm gonna get into that because we're gonna they're gonna talk about it so i have it i have it on my in my notes to talk about it again
0: um Um it's, but it's
1: funny how bad that how terrible that joke was. Um it did go <laughs> over my head. So maybe it says even worse maybe, things about me. Maybe it's I don't know it's hard to say. <laughs> but it's also interesting that the way I interpreted it is if you think about it is There's kind albums. of right cuz the <laughs> album cover the marshall uh The Eminem show was like the Red Curtain. And I Mm -hmm. think that's like a more fun album. And then the Slim Shady (laughs) LP, which is the one with like Stan and shit on it, is that like sepia cover.
0: (laughs) So it kind (laughs) of works both ways. I'm glad that worked out. All right. Um, So
1: go back to this fucking joke. (laughs) No, I'm done with the joke. I so think wait, 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 I wait think no, no, no. You said the fun one is the red. Let's talk about this for a second. Let's not let, the, let this go. The fun one's the red one. The yellow one's the less fun. The, the more He's like, the depressed one. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Or right, like yeah, the, I feel
0: like the red one has... I mean, has, the
1: blue one, blue.
0: Yeah, we never see the blue one. And who knows what is there the a green blue one? Is there a blue M&M? There is... And they got rid of they, the tan ones. Tan is dead. They got,
1: they got rid of green m and m because Tucker Carlson wanted to fuck it. And they were
0: like, we can't, this is "He wanted to <laughs> pound it." You mean?
1: Context for that
0: it, is not there. It's, it's
1: not there, there for the bromids. Oh my god, this oh. is beautiful. Um. So okay, okay, <laughs> let's get back to business.
0: So I think that my favorite fun m M&M m song is Without Me. Yeah. And I think That's that awesome. my favorite depressing M&M song is Stan. Stan is is undeniable, though. It's a great I mean, song.
1: It really is a fucking weird-ass song. The
0: story is, like, very interesting.
1: Dude, um, the M&M show does not have a red curtain, I don't think. I think I was wrong <laughs> that, so. um, I like how you made this up for me. <laughs> I could have sworn it did, but on <laughs> iTunes right now it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But this also looks like it might be some kind of
0: special edition one. Oh yeah, the eminem show definitely has a red curtain. On it, it does, right? Yeah. And what's on
1: na da 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 It's also not fun. It has cleaning out my closet on it. And White America. Yeah, this is not a fun album. Yeah da 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 da. Yeah da 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 da. Did you say that one? Yeah. Because yeah. da, 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 da. it's a fucking yeah, fun da, song. Da, da, da. Um won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up. That one? Oh, that's a dope song. Um, Eminem is someone I never, like, I just could not. There was just something a little bit too much for me. Almost yeah, all, the way, all, all the way through. It just felt, like, really real. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he sings that song about, like, wanting to kill his wife. <clears throat> And then he's like, it's just a joke. I don't really want to kill her. I'm like, but I think you do. Like, (laughs) Like Why would you
0: release a song that says that?
1: I just kind of think you want to kill your wife. Um, But I'm not going to deny the real Slim Shady. I'm not going to deny My Name Is, which is a dope song. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to deny Stan, which is a fucking banger. Uh, uh, What else? What's another good one? Oh, you know what's kind of a good one, even though I'm pretty sure it's about him, like, beating the shit out of Rihanna is Love the Way You Lie, which is, like, got a great chorus, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure that, yeah, because doesn't he say I want to, like, punch a hole through the fucking window or something? I don't know. He's very angry, this guy. Yeah. He's very angry. I will say, shout out to Marshall Mathers, because this just in, yesterday... Mm-hmm. The, uh, the presidential candidate, the Republican presidential candidate, and this is being recorded on August 28th.
0: Okay, so Yesterday, August 27th. <laughs> August
1: 27th on a Sunday afternoon. Republican presidential nightmare Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, of our a, generation.
1: Yes, he had a rally wherein he rapped, he got on stage and like performed Lose Yourself. The famous Eminem Oscar winning song from the movie Eight Mile. To which today Eminem sent a cease and desist and was like, dog, shut the fuck up. And I was like, "Okay, all right, that's good. You're on the right side. Appreciate it there, I guess. (laughs) But I'm sure he's also like, what's with pronouns? Like, you know, if Eminem put a song Mm -hmm. out today, it would be like about your like pronouns.
0: And I'm just like, he's probably mad about something.
1: He's a very angry guy. He's a very angry guy. I didn't pick a song. I guess it's. um A bit. They better switch me chairs so I can find out which one she blew first. Right. Isn't that the Chris? What song is that? Carson (laughs) Daly and Fred Durst, who Christina Aguilera. Oh, remember that one? What song? Is that the one we like? The real Slim Shady? I feel like it might be.
0: I literally had to. I was like earlier today. I was like, which song do I actually like? I can't remember. I had to look it up.
1: (laughs) Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Remember that one? That was like the that was the first one, and everybody was like this fucking guy. Oh my god, he's something. He's pretty good rapper, I gotta say. I liked the movie Eight Mile when I saw it. I was like, oh, it's Rocky. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, But and Brittany Murphy was is the best, and she's in it, and I
0: love it. It was the real Slim Shady.
1: What's the lyric? Can you read it?
0: Yo, shit, Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue over who she gave head to first. <laughs> switch me chairs. Switch me chairs. What did he say about Tom Green? I forgot about Tom Green. Sometimes he- I want to get on TV and just let loose, but can't, but it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. <laughs> you gotta admit, it's pretty good. <laughs> he's, he is good. I mean, he's a talented guy. I mean- <laughs> my bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. I forgot that.
1: <laughs> the Tom Green song, my bum, yes. my bum. The bum. The, are you tra- are you speaking of the bum bum song?
0: Yes, I am.
1: <laughs> um just gonna stand here <laughs> and watch me burn. I do that's like all this. All right, because I like the way it hurts. Come on, that's a banger of a chorus. <laughs>
0: I do like this, but if we can hump dead animals and antelopes, then there's no reason that a man and another man can't elope. See, he's into it. He's good. He's on yeah. the right side of history a
1: lot. Maybe he would yeah. have a good. But hates
0: women, pronouns. maybe. I'm
1: not really sure. I think he hates women. Yeah. Gay men. He's like into it. But because yeah. he's like, I get that they, they don't are not interested in women. The worst people. Just gonna stand here and hear me cry. That's all right, because I love the way you lie. Oh, man. Rihanna. (laughs) That's in contention for, like, Rihanna's best thing, is the fucking chorus of uh, Love the Way You Lie by Eminem from the uh, Encore album. Is that what that's? No, it's on uh, Recovery, maybe? This guy's got a lot of albums.
0: Yeah, he does. And a lot of re-releases of albums, too. In
1: 2020, he put out uh, (laughs) an album called Music to be Murdered by. Oh, good. I wasn't listening. I didn't hear any of these songs. Anyway, that's the Eminem story. Yet up, 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 up. Two weeks to Fiona Apple. All right. Time for a blurb. Hit me with your best blurb. Why don't you hit me with your best blurb?
0: Jenna has lost herself in motherhood, and when she tries to go back to school, she almost loses tie to CPS. Meanwhile, Sav has a crush on Miss O. Claire is Winnie. convinced that... <laughs> Winnie, sorry, let me clarify. And Claire is convinced Eli will hurt Jake and everyone is stoked for a love roulette.
1: Mm-hmm, I like it. I'm Based on a true stoked. story. I am on the edge of my seat for Lover.
0: If they don't say. show us this play, I'm going
1: to be so mad. I want the whole. I don't want anything else. I want the whole if, play.
0: Like if you're a writer on the show, you know, the people want to see the play.
1: Every time. Lexi's play was like the whole episode.
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: <laughs> it better be. I want to see. So, although I'm like less intrigued by it now that I know he's like turned the the reins on it, and now like Claire's the baby, the good guy in it. So, yeah, I'm still. I mean, it's good. It's apparently it's like the most brilliant piece of writing in the history of time. So, lots to live up to is all I'm saying on Eli's play, Love Roulette. Have you seen the flyer based on a true story? <coughs>
0: <laughs> the, like, I like how it's Clara and Airy and Fritz.
1: Why bother at this point? Why <laughs> yeah, I the know.
0: Fuck? Like, Fritz. Point. Oh, my dad has a friend <laughs> Fritz. named Fritz, but not oh Fritz. Oh my god! My god! Actually, I used to have a piano tuner who was named Fritz F- instead of Fitz. Fritz. So, <laughs> um.
1: Is this the A story? Are we right? Are we into this? Yeah, this is the A story,
0: right? Oh, no. I think Mara, um, Casey, Jenna is the A story. You're right. It's so hard for me because there's two
1: really good stories and then there's a, the, the other one is like baloney. What's the other one? Sav and Miss O. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Actually,
0: This was a pretty good episode. I got to say, I like I liked all three stories. They were very interesting.
1: This is Belissima's shit, I'm saying mm-hmm. right now. Yeah,
0: this is some pizza, man. Mwah.
1: Oh my God, you're right. Let's talk, let's get, let's talk turkey about. So did did we know that Casey and Marisol had like
0: gotten down? We, we didn't know that for sure. We just know that they've been hanging out.
1: Like we didn't see them kiss or anything,
0: right? No, it's all about hanging out. It's all about. This
1: is for the Patreon. <coughs> the the dean Oh, I almost said what they're called. It's all about. That was from the great instant star. One of the great shows that Rachel and I didn't even finish. Mm-hmm. R- rue the day that we didn't finish that show. I like how I act like the, I couldn't just watch it. If I, I wanted
0: know. To. I was like, you just reminded me. I was like, oh yeah, I could go watch the rest of that if I wanted to, instead of watching the OC for a second time in four months.
1: The, uh, Alex is Johnson, the, uh, who plays Jude Harrison, who actually sings the, whatever take takes song now, mm-hmm. which Rachel pointed out to me. I didn't know that. That's not like information coming from me that I'm stealing that. Rachel told me that <laughs> there's she, her, her song. It's all about hanging out is kind of reminiscent of Rihanna's verse in every, in uh, love the way you lie in some ways.
2: hmm. <laughs> I put
1: your head through a fucking window pane or something <laughs> like that. He said, "Like, so, I can't remember what Eminem uh, says in that song. Something, something akin to putting someone's body part through some kind of glass or something." Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So the one, uh, oh, we're we're talking about Kenna Kennet <laughs> and JC is what I almost said. Jenna and Casey.
0: <laughs> oh, their couple name.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> but at the episode, yeah, that's true. At the beginning of this episode, I felt like they were presenting Marisol and Casey as like, just known fact, because like it opens with him talking to Marisol mm-hmm. and she's like, so are we going to like see each other later? And he's like, be quiet. Jen is here. And I was like, wait a minute. Did I miss something? Mm-hmm. I knew there was some flirtatiousness going around. Mm mm-hmm but I didn't know we had solidified them as an item. And then later on, Casey's like, yeah, something happened, but I ended it. Now look, sometimes we we forget stuff. So maybe this all happened. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying I don't remember it happening.
2: Yeah.
0: It could have happened. Hard to say.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jenna's trying to go back to school. I have to say, Jenna's like fucking feeling it. She's like, Bummed out because she's at home with this kid all fucking day. Nobody helps her. Nobody talks to her. Casey is at school all day playing fucking dodgeball with Marisol. And then he's Mm -hmm. having dance parties after
0: after work, living life. And and yet he's complaining about it also. Like, it's not great for me. It's like you're living a normal teenage life.
1: I just feel I really had moments in this episode where I really related to Jenna because mm-hmm. I, in some ways mm-hmm. my, my life is not dissimilar to Jenna's. Um, I have much more help and people in my life to, to, to take mm-hmm. large parts of the the duty and I also don't have, I'm not a single parent or, or a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think of how at times it's it's hard for me as a 40, almost 43 year old person in a committed relationship and i think about this however old she is 16 15 Mm -hmm. years old 16 and not only having to go through this but also just like having the like just being able to see all of your dreams
2: Mm mm-hmm
1: All of just like anything you and like she had these lofty goals of being a musician and she was on the Canadian star show and all of these things. Just like how sad I felt. I just felt very and and obviously like she's an idiot in her own right for certain things, too. But Mm -hmm. I was feeling sorry for Jenna in a lot of this episode.
0: I felt sorry for her, but I also I mean, it's tough because you don't know what you're getting yourself into at that age or really at any age, because it's like it's. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, I don't have a kid. You, you have kids, but I feel like you
1: never, you don't know. You don't what, really you don't... know
0: what that experience is until you actually have them.
1: Also, because it's a singular experience for every everyone. Person. Nobody yeah. has the same experience. Yeah. So that's also part of it. So you can't really, you can prepare. And I'm sure other parents will say this. Like <clears throat> you can, uh, prepare as much as you want. It doesn't fucking matter once that kid comes home. Cause it's not, they,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they don't have a, manual there's no way to prepare everything you're gonna miss things and you're not Mm -hmm. you're 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 starting a brand new job with no training Mm -hmm. and like the fact that she doesn't have i mean she has casey she has casey's mom yeah but like her family she has like no family she's got like no and all of the people that she would wrote like confide in are 15 and 16 and
0: doing things they don't understand but she does have casey's mom who was also a young mother
1: until cps gets called and then they're like she can't be at home alone with the child
0: casey's mom is
1: gonna babysit
0: Yeah. And like as someone who babysat and nannied for over 20 years, like I like you can know how to take care of kids, but it's a different thing when they are your responsibility. I think it's just like it is an overwhelming life change.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: And I I I don't know. There's a part of me that like I'm like, Jenna. You could have given this baby up for adoption from the get go. Like that was an option. It was already too late to have an abortion. But I don't know. I just feel like she didn't really. Yeah,
1: I mean, what, think I, I do what
0: was going on. Totally not. Yeah.
1: I think she was dumb enough to think like I can ignore this situation away. I don't even think she was thinking about emotions yeah. at that point. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of things are going wrong, so she can't she can't um, go back to school. Well, she she can't go back to school because she doesn't have any help. She doesn't want to ask Casey's mom because Casey's mom was like, I'm not going to be a babysitter. But then Casey's mom sort of says, you know, my shifts are at night. Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe
1: I can take the mornings. And that's where like the school. So she's going to go to school for well into the the school year for parts of the day. I didn't get that, but I guess.
0: No. And I mean, this is also what the spring semester. So like it's supposed to be ending soon. Like it's post spring break. Remember, it's like. This yeah. semester is yeah. dragging on, right. but it's very right. confusing. Um, so, yeah, she should just come back the next school year and like just wait, figure it out. But she goes she's um, part of a mom's group with moms who are much older and in a better financial situation than she is and asking them how they handle it. And it's like, well, because they can afford child care is really right. what it comes down to. And she can't afford child care. Right. And I don't know what you do in that situation. Like there's not really great support for. I mean, I don't know um, in like we live in the U.S. where there's in, like very little support for childcare. I don't know. I think in Canada, yeah, it's a little bit better from people that I know who live there, but I don't know the specifics on it. But there are other countries that provide a great deal of care, but it's still hard. Yeah, it's still hard. It's never easy.
1: So uh, uh, Jenna ends up going back to school in
0: yeah. the mornings. For mm-hmm. for the time. For being. two classes and lunch.
1: Yeah, for two classes and lunch. And in one of these days, she ends up, she's like looking for people to hang out with. And Allie's like, Sav's working on music, because as we'll get to later, mm-hmm. Sav is working on the
0: score for the play. Yeah.
1: All of these stories uh, intertwine, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's all about the play. Love roulette. It's all about
1: love roulette. And Ally suggests that Jenna helps Sav with the song because she's a songwriter. Mm-hmm. So she shows. Oh, this is she...
0: this is also after she's in class and has a leak.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. WikiLeaks. When Dave they're talking Poulsen.
0: about WikiLeaks in class, modern history, WikiLeaks.
1: And then fucking what's his name, Dom Perignon? Dom Perignon. Like, he oh my know god, how to get out this. of here! Like, oi. <laughs> Oh my god, like, I don't know what I have never seen he's a Linky like,
0: Breast. You're not gonna don't get FOMO about the class lecture. <laughs> did he say FOMO? He didn't say that, but he did say oh. don't worry about missing out on it. <laughs> I was
1: like, I was like, has FOMO been around that long? Is that that term? Anyway. So um Jenna goes and helps Sav with this song and it's and it's like she's like got a new lease on life. She's at home. Then she goes back home and she's taking care of Tyson. She's got him on the changing table and she's like, oh man, I just got it. I thought of something. I got to go write it down. So she walks away. She picks up the guitar. She's playing it and she's writing lyrics down. She's got the song now. She's unlocked it. She's broken it. And she's also broken her son who falls off of the changing table. <laughs> and she and could have cracked his head open, but needless to say, he doesn't.
0: But it was a very tense moment for Jenna. I was surprised he I I feel like, you know, people do accidentally drop kids like and they're not normally like concussed. So I was just kind of surprised by how I thought it was going to be more like she was going to be mad at herself rather than that. This was going to go into a whole CPS thing.
1: My daughter fell down 15
0: stairs when we were on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I think most kids fall downstairs. I think I fell downstairs at one point. It happens.
1: Yeah, I was like, the second she picked him up and he was crying, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's okay. You don't have to take him to the doctor. But she took him to
2: the doctor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she took him to the emergency room. And then the doctor at the emergency room saw her and Casey fighting because she also found out about Marisol, right? Yes. No, I don't. No, not that. No, she
1: hadn't found out about Marisol yet. No, because she found out about Marisol when she when she went back to present the song to Mizzo.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, that's what it was.
1: So Casey's a huge jerk in this scene for my money. Uh, He's like, all you ever want to do is sit around all day and watch TV and play guitar. And I was like, oh, boy.
0: That's not what she's doing. No, she's not
1: doing that. And even if she was. Shut the fuck up. And she and he was like, you let him fall off the changing table. I mean, I will say this. The second she walked away from that changing table, I went.
0: No, I knew this. that was going to happen. Yeah, same. <laughs> swallowed up the I was table. like, why did you leave him there? Put him in something and strap him down and then pick up your guitar.
1: Also, the way the shot is set up, you could like see him fall. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Like, it's not funny if it was a real baby. It would be sad and scary. I got to but- see it again. Clearly, it wasn't. So you just it. You kind of don't see it. You just like there's a little movement, and then like a thud and a crying. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, I don't know how old he's supposed to be. Some kids can't move that easily. He's oh, I just saw new.
1: it. He's brand new, right? He's pretty brand new. This kid.
0: Yeah, and that changing table has some sides to it, but you're not supposed to leave them. When he's a good it's roller funny roller when for his bef- age. Yeah. Before that, um, Jenna had left Ty in like a car seat in the kitchen where she, when she was somewhere else and Casey's mom came home and was like, saw all him crying. was like, Jenna, you can't just like leave him. And that's when she was like, I'm really depressed. And yeah. then. Casey's mom was talking about how it was for her when she was a teen mom. And <laughs> also, why not?
1: That seems yeah. like a pretty res- If you're going to like step away for a minute, like you yeah. have to like leaving, go to the bathroom. Them-
0: yeah, that in seems a car like a pretty seat- OK place
1: to <laughs> Actually, leave them. I guess you'd put them in a crib. Like, I guess like the ideal place is to put them in a crib where they can kind of move around a little bit still. Mm-hmm. But like it, barring that strapped into a car seat, as long as she wasn't like. Not home. It doesn't seem. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't seem
0: that bad. Like, how do people take showers?
1: I think it was also Mm you kind of don't. I think it was when they nap. I think it was also just like because he was crying and she was like, "Jenny, you can't just like let this baby cry. You have to like fucking Mm -hmm. deal with the baby." But Mm -hmm. whatever. Casey's mom is pretty great she's trying really hard but also like and they they do a good job of pointing this out later on when they're like she's a barely a year out of like sobriety like so she's got a lot of her own shit that she's Mm -hmm. also dealing with on top of all of this like trying to stay clean trying to like keep a job and all of that so she's also trying to like have a relationship with her son for the first time Mm -hmm. in a really long time so there's also a lot on her plate too so Mm -hmm. I kind of so when the so CPS does have to get called because Mm -hmm. they said it. And I believe it because it's said it on TV. (laughs) So that made sense, I guess the CPS lady is like pretty strict, but I guess that's how you'd be.
0: Yeah. I think it's tough. Like I find that kind of, there's plenty of people out there who are, perfectly bad parents who do not get investigated by child protective services. And then there's plenty of people who are trying their best and mm-hmm. do get investigated. And I don't think it's always necessarily for the right reason, but mm-hmm. I do think that it is for like the child's best interest. So what yeah, are you going to do. There's also some
1: very bad people who get their kids taken away. And for yeah. good reason. And yeah. sometimes not good reason, but sometimes good reason. Yeah. So it's a valuable thing to have, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so Jenna goes, J- Jenna says to Casey's mom, this is after the changing table incident and before the, the CPS person has come. The CPS person calls in the morning and is like, we're coming today. Mm-hmm. And she tells Casey's mom, and Casey's mom's like, Jenna, you're not um oh, this is mom. also
0: after casey and jenna and ty all slept on the sofa because they were supposed to be watching him to make sure that he was not concussed and they didn't yeah,
1: fall they asleep both, they both fell asleep mm-hmm. and then <laughs> casey was like he's awake
0: it's fine <laughs> medical expert here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah casey the, the dodgeball champion <laughs> he knows a lot <laughs> about concussions um So Casey's mom, Casey's mom is being really encouraging. She's like, you're a good mom, Jenna. She's like, but they came and took Casey away from you. And she was like, yeah, because I left him in a closet because I was trying to get heroin. (laughs) Like, yeah. She's like, okay. So Casey's mom tells her, don't worry about the CPS thing. You'll you'll come home for it, but go to school and present Mm -hmm. the song to Winnie. And Casey's
0: supposed to come home with supplies at some point. Winnie is a hilarious fucking name. Like, it's just I can't even handle Winnie. <laughs> I have one friend named Winnie.
1: Winnie Cooper, of course. It's from your friend, Winnie Cooper, from
0: the wonder years. My good friend, Winnie Cooper.
1: Your good friend, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> the famous cartoon bear.
0: Um, so
1: she presents the song. Song goes over well. Miss O loves it. I don't know why Miss O is so invested in the score of the play, by the way.
0: I don't either. Well, we'll get to it.
1: She loves wearing those high boots, though, I will say.
0: She toured with Arcade Fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the tour. It was a great time, but touring life was hard. Fuck
2: off. (laughs) It is.
1: (laughs) I'd rather be a fucking music teacher at Degrassi Community School.
0: I don't even think that's okay. what she teaches.
1: She teaches uh, media immersion.
0: Yeah. She no one, no th- one needs a degree for that.
1: <laughs> did someone ever, like, accuse, like, um, accuse Snake of being, like, it, making advances? Some, oh, Sinead Grimes Beach did. Yeah, she did. Right. Sinead Grimes Beach did. So we have that. We have, obviously, Mattie O., we have um, Mr. Coach Anderson, Armstrong and Liberty, mm-hmm. which wasn't real.
0: Any other ones? Am I missing any other ones? I think that's it for Those so are far, but ones. I think we'll get more. I think they'll keep coming at us because this is a great storyline that'll keep, you know, paying off.
1: I could have sworn there's one more that we're missing, but I guess not.
0: Well, there's that time that um, Jimmy and Spinner like target Lin Lin Lou and like throw eggs at her car or something or like, you know, they they kept terrorizing her and then she was in like a, she was really sad.
1: <laughs> and then they somebody put post-its on somebody's car too at one point. Yeah, trying to, get, trying to get a. I mean, Hot
0: Sue and Snake had a affair. They kissed. They
1: didn't have. They didn't have an affair. They kissed once.
0: In the a kissing affair.
2: Remember? Oh right,
1: yeah, of course. <laughs> <clears throat> Tonight on Turner Classic Movies, Doris Day and Rock <laughs> Hudson in the kissing affair. <laughs> I'd see that. I'd watch it right now. Um. So what else? Oh, so. This is when she finds out about Marisol.
0: Yes. Yeah, because she sees Casey's supposed to be out getting supplies. And so she sees him come back with Marisol and is like, why are they hanging out so much? And she's with Allie and Dave. And Allie's like not totally sure what's going on. But then Dave does know that they've been. I don't know. I don't know what they've been doing exactly. We know they've been hanging out and that's all we know.
1: I have no idea they've been dancing together at little mistakes um but dave is like yeah yeah they're hooking up sorry mm-hmm. basically like sorry jenna
0: yeah sorry and and casey casey comes in so she goes home casey comes in the house yes yeah, and awesome. yells supplies
1: yeah instead of surprise he yells supplies <laughs> which is a great joke
0: it is. It
1: sh- should work, but. It should work. It doesn't work in this situation. She's looking at time sheets. She's like, why your time sheets? You clock out at nine. Why are you always coming home at 11? Are you doing something with Marisol? And he, this is what he says. How does she
0: get the time sheets? I want to know. I don't know. She had them faxed over. She goes to Little Missy. <laughs> yeah, she has a fax machine in her apartment.
1: Little Miss, little Miss, little Miss, little mistakes little mistakes has been around man it's really stood the
0: test of time i love it i love it so she and casey get into a fight she hits him in the head with her (laughs) guitar which i'm like okay yeah that's i mean he deserves something but you can't really do that that. no
1: but it wasn't like she like moved it by mistake and like bonked him she fucking hit him in the face with her guitar yeah purposely Mm mm-hmm So the CPS woman comes in and she's like, do you have any support? And that's when she's like, oh, I see your mom is recently incarcerated. She has addiction issues. Until we investigate, we can't allow her to be alone with the baby.
0: Yeah. So then there goes Jenna's chance to be back in school. Yeah. So
1: they have two meetings. And I believe it's at the second meeting with the CPS lady that Jenna brings up adoption which Casey is not interested in talking about.
2: Mm.
1: And then Jenna after the CPS lady leaves, she kind of has this like very I don't know if mature is the right word but this sort of like level-headed conversation with him about let's just talk about this because look, all of these things like every Everything that's happening is happening because of this. I'm not ready. And and he's basically like, I don't want to be a failure. To which Jenna and I chef's kiss to the high moons. She says, but you are. (laughs) She's like, you are a failure. She also says, I am also. But she's like, we're not doing a great job. She's like, you're never fucking here. You don't take responsibility for this baby at all.
0: Mm -hmm. And And when you're here, you're not present with him at all. So what's right. the point?
1: Right. So it's kind of left. Oh, based and then Casey's like, if you're if if we don't have if we give this baby up for adoption, there's no reason for you to live here. And I think he thought by saying that it was gonna like make her second guess it and she's just like, yeah. And also there'd be no reason for
0: us to stay together. And it was almost like
1: maybe this is what needs to happen.
0: But like, where the fuck is Jenna supposed to go? Her brother moved to Alberta. Her dad's a deadbeat, and her mom's dead. I can't
1: imagine that Casey's mom would like throw Jenna out on down on the street.
0: No. Where was she?
1: Oh, she was with the brother before. What was she yeah. doing before she moved in with Casey? She was like living on her own. I think she was living with the brother. But then the brother left. I think she was living in, a, in that apartment by herself because then the mom was like, you should have her move in here. Yeah. And it was like a big thing. I don't remember exactly.
0: I wonder if it was like her brother was leaving at the same time because I don't think that she necessarily would have done it if he was still there. Yeah. Because I felt like it was more like she really didn't have anywhere to turn.
1: No, I don't think I think that the brother was already gone. I don't think that the. I think that she was living. She was like on her own for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then the mom was like, this is too much. Why don't why doesn't she move in here? Because that was when Casey and Jenna weren't together. And then they got back together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the broomheads know they're all yelling at us. <clears throat> um, <laughs> As usual. So anyway, I think she should probably consider putting this baby up for adoption.
0: I mean, I just I it's a tough decision, but because she just doesn't have the family support yeah. and she has big dreams and she can't she can't even go to fucking school right now. It's a real Holly
1: J's biological mom situation, which she struggled mm-hmm. with it and didn't give her up for nine months.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. That was just the last episode we watched.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a correlation there between those two things. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Oh, man. Tyson's Tyson, he's a baby. What does baby start with?
2: B B story. story.
1: What are we doing here? Where are we going? Where are we going? Sav. Sav. Wow. Do you remember when I was trying to be like Claire and Eli is the A story? And now we're there's pushing, so
0: little of it in this. We're
1: pushing it into the C story. <laughs>
0: I think there was so little of it in here.
1: Winnie, Winnie,
0: Winnie, Winnie Winnie-O. So apparently Winnie-O played violin in an indie band that toured with Arcade Fire. And Sab just has like the biggest crush on her.
1: Winnie-O is... A full 20 years younger than me, like in this uh, right now.
0: Oh, yeah, she's I she can't be older than 25 and that might even be. Yeah. Older than she actually is.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she is enlisting people to basically audition in a competition scenario to score Eli's play, which I'm just I Mm -hmm. I can't. uh, God bless this school. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a very cool opportunity. So the people involved in this competition are Sav, uh, this guy named Mo, who is like another musical prodigy, and then like two girls who never say anything or have any like moment
0: to do anything because it's not about them. (laughs) So um, according according to Degrassi fandom, yeah, they retconned. You, you know, these years a little bit. So, like, he should be five years younger than her. But possibly because when, you know, they didn't keep, like, change the years on, like, when people graduated and stuff, he could have just been three years younger than We're her.
1: You're talking about Miso. Miso.
0: And Sav. Yeah.
1: Right. Again, but as we said with these things, it's not really so much about how big the age difference is in No,
0: years. no, no. I just, I think it's an important thing to note because. I, yeah, there's a weird dynamic there, but I think it is there is still a difference between someone who is just like a little bit older than someone and someone who's like fifty five. But mm-hmm. they can't. Ag- yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Because I think they can fall for the trap that they're like, oh, you're my peer, even though they're not.
1: You're talking about the teacher could fall mm-hmm. into this trap. <clears throat> I would argue the teacher uses that as the way to bait and
0: depends on <laughs> depends on the you know what happens with predators or not
1: <laughs> Winnie O certainly seems to be like a fun, kind of cool person. Mm-hmm. her friends were all like, "You are a student like they were mm-hmm. all kind of like this guy like
2: oh, like mm-hmm. uh,
1: there's an immaturity." Obviously, Mm -hmm. with those, with them, with that crew of people and probably Mm -hmm. with Miss O to give a little bit of Mm -hmm. credence there, there's probably a bit of immaturity there. But I mean, you know, I have a blanket. If you're a teacher, you can't fuck a kid like a student. I don't care if you're
0: 20 and they're. 21 and they're 17 there's what do you think about college students who eventually have relationships with their professors and get married and things is it
1: eventually they are not their teacher anymore Mm -hmm. i'm that's different that's different but Mm -hmm. when you are in a position to have in a position of power and in a position to like um uh give grades to people mm-hmm. or to like have have any sort of like say in sort of like how they're moved along in in any sense. If someone's a person's. I don't know. I mean. Are we talking like it was their teacher and then two years later they saw each other in a bar? Mm-hmm. I, that's different. That's adults. That is adults. And that's that's different story. If have no more. There's no nothing more you can do. Good or bad to them. Yeah, I'm not saying
0: I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I can see how it happens.
1: In colleges or in high schools?
0: I mean, I could see how it happened with Matty and Paige. That he was just like a college student. This is a little bit different, but we haven't gotten into it yet either, because it's like just been a little bit of light flirting. But it could also be like, you
1: know, call me Winnie. I'm doing a wink.
0: Yeah, I I saw it. They don't see it, but Um, I saw it. Yeah.
1: Maddie Owen Page is is like still for, for me so much worse. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why.
0: That's so funny. Yeah, it's I don't know. She's like so
1: young at that point, isn't she?
0: No she's like a couple years younger than him. Sorry, I lost you Sorry. okay she's like a couple years younger than him, huh? she's like a couple years younger than him, like right. two years but he <laughs> is she but she's a high school student, yeah, right, and he's a college student. Which we
1: have argued about this because yeah, I, I know. say he was not a college student. He is a graduate student, which means he is graduated college. He's now a graduate student.
0: There is, is some reference to him being the same age as Dylan at some point. Her brother.
1: I, who Marco I don't dates. remember that. I do yeah. not remember that. Yeah. At all i am pretty sure that he is a graduate student and he is he has now graduated college and is in the next level of becoming a teacher now i you can you wrong. can also
0: be studying and it's like be student teaching as an undergrad that's not always just i know but school.
1: i think that this i think that it was it was Maintained that he was. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this in a Zoom yeah. with the Zoom people. Yeah. Degrassi the fandom con- puts
0: them as a two year age difference. So.
1: Well, Degrassi fandom can get fucked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we will never, we will fight about this yeah. for until we die. It's true. You want Matteo and Paige to be together so badly.
0: I don't really care. I just and it's I, like I just don't think it's I'm like, he's a student teacher. He's like has no real power.
1: <sighs> um, anyway, we're not talking about Medio. We're not here to talk about Medio and page. Now, to you
0: know, what was really Winio. problematic was that drawing that Sinead Grimes Beach did of snake with the boobs. I don't remember that. Do you remember when she drew a snake for him? And then she cut off some of her hair and then she like lied and said that that he was pursuing I, she, her. She, I remember
1: that he lied. we talked about just talked about that. He she lied and said he's pursuing yeah. her. Yeah. I don't remember that she drew a picture of a snake with boobs. What? <laughs> look up snake with
0: boobs to grassy right now on your
1: phone. <laughs> all right,
0: hold on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all you need to look up and it'll come up
1: feel like I need to open this in an incognito page. (laughs) I don't want to get, you know, I don't want this to show up in my search history. Just kidding. Snake with boobs. Degrassi.
2: (laughs) It
0: comes up right away. All these reddits. I don't remember this at all. (laughs) i don't remember even talking <laughs> about this like i remember this story they line. show it so it's so
1: short what did show. we notice it when we talked about this on the I show i think we
0: did i think we
1: did so what is the picture supposed to be like a hot snake <laughs> for a snake or is it supposed to be positioning
0: snake? i really don't know or is it like her like when she's with snake
1: maybe yeah, she really was digging on Snake, but she was going through some stuff.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Back huh. to Winnie O and Sav. Huh. Huh. So it's a score for the school play. Love roulette based on a true
1: you score. You love Manio, dude. You are so into it. You, lo- <laughs> you want you wish so bad that Manio would have come found you when you were in high school. <laughs> swept you right off your feet with that puka One, um, shawl necklace the
0: the the OC podcast was talking about the fashion and they were like oh you know what took me right to 2003 was puka Luke shawl. wearing a puka shawl necklace, puka shawl necklace. <laughs> it was a time um
1: sabotage is Writing this song, he get. So we got to talk about Mo, who's this great new character yeah. who we really talked about him.
0: Already. So, so Sav thinks that Miss O has asked only him to write, help work on the score for the school play, and he's okay. thrilled because he thinks she's so cool, and then he get to spend time just with her, and that's gonna be great. But then he finds out that it's actually like a competition. It's
1: a, yeah, with with this guy Mo. Who's putting cash register sounds into the songs because it's...
0: And someone else. There's a third person. That's what I'm
1: saying. They have no... And nothing happens with them.
0: No. Um, It's hilarious because
1: Miss O is like, they're looking for something like Broody. And both of these people, Sav and Mo, have like... Mm fucking bops like ding ding like with fucking
0: well I think uh, the first thing that Sap's working on before he listens to what Mo's working on and then works with him is like amazing. actually kind of brooding like it's like strings he's like she's gonna love these strings because she played violin with some oh, band
1: right 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 she was in fucking broken social scene
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know The time in the place
1: that would have been right around then So, um, yeah, they end up working on the song together, Mo and Sav. And Mm -hmm. Mo is so into the idea of Sav and Miss O knocking boots, mostly because they love these boots. Sav writes a song about Miss O, and -hmm. it's about her boots and how he, oh, 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 Miss O, I love you or something like that.
0: It's called Oh Girl.
1: Miss O is hot. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that Miss O is not hot. She's like... Kids, students would have a crush on her for sure, obviously.
0: But this whole Mo thing is very confusing because there's like this suggestion to collaborate, but then he doesn't want to collaborate. And then they do collaborate.
1: Well, he doesn't want to collaborate. And then Mo finds his hard drive. And he's like, Sav, you shouldn't leave your things lying around. And then he takes it and he's like, hey, looking for this? And Sav's like, "Oh, thanks, man." He's like, nope. and he's like, "What? I'm not gonna." He's like, "I'm not gonna give it to you." And he's like, "Oh, what?" He's like, "Unless you let me fucking do the song with you."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, "Oh, so what? You're gonna erase my hard drive?" And Mo's like, "No, I would never delete another artist's work." And I was like, "Convictions. <laughs> I love <Yes>. this guy." <laughs> and he's like, "So what are you gonna do to me?" And he's like, "And then he sings the song to Sav." Mm-hmm. And he's like, wouldn't like it if Miss O found out about your song. It's like a pop punk song about how he wants to like mm-hmm. knock boots with Miss O. It was pretty great. And then they end up collaborating on the song and getting along great. And Mo's mm-hmm. like, I can't believe I had I had to blackmail you to get me to do to let me do
2: this. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, the songs that they use for the competition have the sounds of like slot machines. I background. know. Because
1: roulette. It's so dumb. It's so on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> love, love roulette. Oh, so it must be about fucking Vegas. Yeah. And then it's just a loop of like, your money and you don't even know it. Your money and you don't even know it. Just kidding. Swingers
0: but things. Jana does write some real great lyrics for it.
2: Yeah.
1: Running through the hallways of my heart.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, they're it's great. It's catchy. It's
1: catchy. It was pretty catchy. Jen is the best.
0: So it's going to be just Ms. O and Sav for Lunch because Mo is like, oh, I'm busy. And so he's getting ready to play her something. And she's like, oh, no, it's fine. Mo emailed me the songs. Yeah, and anyways. the first thing she plays is O, girl.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and she's so, like this is
0: great. Is this is this you, Sav? And then Sav is so embarrassed he runs out. And then she keeps
1: listening and then he she hears him say the word boots and then looks down at her own boots and yeah. that's when she realizes the song's about her. Yeah. Yeah. So Sav is like, fucking Mo, what is your deal, dude? Why yeah, would you do that? Yeah, this is what I
0: did not understand. I was like, first off, you threatened to send this, like, tell her about the song. And you can tell that Sav doesn't want that to happen. And then you guys work together. And then you still send her the song.
1: Well, my, For a different uh, reason. My understanding of it is I I think that Mo. Thinks that there is genuinely something between Sav and Miss O Mm -hmm. and thinks genuinely that the song is so good that it is going to win Miss O over. And I think he's like thinking he's doing his buddy a solid. I I I think I that's what I think. So then he's like mad at him and he's like, hey, I got two tickets for this concert. You want to go with me and teach me? The only way to get over Miss O is like to find some new girl. Can you co- can I come and like be your wingman? It's all I want to do in this lifetime. <laughs> and Sav's like, sure, dude, but only because the show's soul, dude.
0: Sold. Ooh, it Justin sold Rutledge. Are you familiar with Justin Rutledge? No, I didn't even
1: know that was a real person.
0: It is a real person. I looked him up. I'm not familiar with him, but apparently the older ladies love him. And by older, I think they mean women in their twenties.
1: Is that what Mo said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These older twenty four year olds.
2: Hmm.
1: So they get to the concert. It's a vibe in this place. There's, there's like tables, mm-hmm.
0: um, so and yeah. He's this like, is like a coffee lounge that's very full of people. <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, I don't know. Miss O and friends are just buying water bottles. They're not getting she, like drinks. I couldn't believe it. She's buying <laughs> How two much giant are you Fijis. Spending on that Fiji water. Um, maybe that's just tell us that Six she's Loonies not. a bottle. She, she's
1: not eighteen yet. She's underage. Yeah, she she's, she's can't underage. Even drink. She
0: she's very precocious according to um a doogie howser you know
1: according to degrassi fandom they're three months apart
0: (laughs) so um (laughs) she's just
1: just old enough to be his teacher but they're the same age so it's fine it's fine everybody don't worry about it she's an 18 year old teacher she's born in fucking october and sav is december that Makes no an, October, sense. Yeah, an October December
2: relationship, October December romance <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs>
1: um, so they're at this concert, and and uh, Mo has a fedora on. Mm-hmm.
2: This
1: whole outfit is just fucking tragedy. I love this guy, he's trying so hard.
0: Um, I can tell who your MVP is going to be, and it's not Fritz.
1: Well, at one point, Moe's like, you know, for guys like me who just like never get dates, like to be able to hang around with someone like you. I'm like, Mo, you're awesome. Like, just be be yourself and be nice to people. You never know. Steph, don't be an incel.
0: His boppy casino music was a little much for me, though, I got to say. I'm saying it sounded like I was in Mario. ba da ba ba da
1: ba yeah, I agree. Um, But there's a cup for every saucer. I mean, don't forget fucking. um, What's his name? Has a girlfriend, for heaven's sakes. The, sco- the fucking jumping stick guy. Oh, Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. Anyway, true. so they go to this concert. Mo's like, hey, check out those hot ladies. Sav's so like, all right, let's go over there. But as they stand up, they see someone coming in the door and it is. <gasps> Miss O and some her of her friends. some of her gal pals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so Sav's like, I gotta get out of here. He's like, but I can't get out of here unless I pass her. So he tries to get, and then of course they, as she goes to buy two giant Fiji water bottles, get a drink for heaven's sakes! You're at a concert. You're at <laughs> Stephen Rutledge's concert. What are you doing? <laughs> Can't go to see the rut and not get a little rutted. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So they bump into fucking meet cute. They Mm -hmm. bump right into each other. And Miss O says to her friends, this is how you know she's like, now she's kind of feeling it a little bit because she Mm -hmm. goes, this is the guy who I told you wrote that song about me, which I was like presumptuous to be Mm -hmm. so positive as to say it. And then the friends were like, oh, my God, like no one's ever written a song for me. And then he calls her Miss O and they're like,
0: Miss O. <laughs> this shit was fucking great. I loved it. <laughs> that was the best part, I got to say, was the gal pals. The
1: gal pals were so great. And so all of the um, so not all of the uh, Mo Mo's like, I'm going to get out of here. Let me know what happens. I'm like, why do you why did he leave? As soon as they know. bumped into each other, Moe was like, see you on the other
0: side, brother. He's not like, going to stay for this sold out concert he had tickets for. He bought tickets. He it,
1: it would stand to reason that he was one of Rutledge's biggest
0: ruts. The Ruddies.
1: The Ruddies. <laughs> Fucking Rutledge, baby. Give me this Rutledge.
0: Oh, so then back at school the next day, Sav is feeling really good about all of this. And
2: yeah, because so then-
1: Miss O, but at the concert, though, we have to say at the concert, she's like, hey, by yourself, you want to watch with us? And he's like, yeah, that'd be really cool, Miss O. And she's like, we're not at school. You can call me Winnie.
0: <laughs> and then at school the next day, he tries calling her Winnie. And she's like, no, Miss O.
1: Miss O. And then, but she, then sits- she winks. She sits down and she gives him a smile and a wink. And he's like, "Oh man, off to the races." And I was off to HBO Max to read all the thumbnails to see when the next <laughs> edition of Winnie and Sabotage was going to be on the show cuz I can't wait. Are yeah. they gonna fuck? Do you? I mean, are they gonna like make out at
0: least? Is there is there Is there a couple named Savni? Yeah. Because otherwise absolutely. it's like.
1: Winnie Av, Wav. Wav. <laughs> Winnie is such a funny name.
2: Mm
1: hmm. Like what's your Winifred. name? Winifred. Winifred.
2: Mm hmm.
1: You knew like exactly from, what um, question. You knew exactly what question I was going to ask.
0: Like from um, Hocus Winifred. Pocus.
1: Winifred. On Angel, there was a character named Winifred and they called her Fred. <laughs> Amy Acker and called Fred. <laughs> That's
0: a good nickname.
1: Um, yeah, so this is off to the races and I'm off to the races for it. I love this shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't love it, but I'm like excited to see what happens.
0: It's like so it's so <clears throat> drama. It's like oh, you want to know what happens next, even if it's like inappropriate.
1: Sav is like a, a abnormally immature, though, I think he's just like, all, like yeah. he does all sorts of like dumb shit all the time, like even becoming like president just to like spite people even though he was an idiot and then he was like i have no more friends i don't know sav stinks but it's fine Mm -hmm. check out my stickers you know
0: yeah he was very into stickers remember when anya wanted to date the doctor that's another, that's
1: like the, that it wasn't a teacher. It wasn't mm-hmm. a teacher, but I knew there was another like May December thing. That mm-hmm. one was the worst one for yeah. sure. Because that teacher was like literally, obviously, he had gone through medical school. Yeah. So what does Degrassi fucking fans say? They were 17 months apart see what they say <laughs> um so so, so just Degrassi for, for fan reference. page is is just about making like normalizing teachers fucking their students that's what their <laughs> Degrassi fan <laughs> wiki is all about
0: so just for reference um they are five years apart in real life the actors oh the actors Winnie and, yeah. and Sev. Also
1: so Doctor Chris, you're talking about Doctor Chris, who was like, who was like
0: 25 or 26. I mean, he had he went through medical
1: school. Rachel,
0: yeah, that's a lot of schooling. He was like, and then it was okay when she turned 18. Well, remember
1: when we were younger and like there was like the internet had like the creepy fucking like. When the Olsen twins turned eighteen, there was like a clock, Mm -hmm. and it like hit zero. That was like essentially what Doctor Chris was doing with Anya. Yeah. And then remember where, when he he was like, "No, I can't date you," and we're like, "Finally, he sees the forest through the trees. That this is like not a good idea." And it was Mm -hmm. like, "No, not because you're a child. Because I'm going to Africa." (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Chris is some fucking. He's a piece of work. This guy. Dr. Chris, my God! Even you couldn't defend Dr. Chris.
2: No, You <laughs> really can.
1: Winnie O, Winnie O. I love this. I love it. Drama. Save the drama for your mama. Yeah.
2: <sighs>
1: but before hey, you do that,
0: mm-hmm. could you get the C story?
1: I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna okay. go get. I'm gonna put it on my back and get it.
0: Based on a true story. The,
1: the story. reason I've been so excited to talk about this because I want to talk about how much uh, Jake, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Jake looks like a Cullen. <laughs> he is so <laughs> he is so pale and his hair is so Cullen-y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one scene where I was like, oh my God, dude, he is a fucking Cullen. <clears throat> he could have been one in another time. Had this show been, had he had a little bit more of a success, successful run? You never know. He yeah. could have been a in this guy. Have you ever seen the commercial where the lady is doing laundry and she smells that Backstreet Boys t-shirt?
0: Yes. Why
1: does her shirt smell so bad?
0: I don't know, but I <laughs> love so, that
1: commercial. <laughs> I just But I don't understand why it smells so bad. Do shirts oh. just stink? If they're old, like that's my question. If it's an old shirt, that's what it's like. This shirt's so old, it smells so bad I have to throw it away.
0: Yeah, but you could just wash it and it should smell fine. I mean, I feel like that
1: just is saying that you are a stinky person.
0: Yeah, I don't think because it's old it would stink unless it got moldy.
1: I think that's the
0: implication
1: because she's like, I got to get rid of this old thing. And then they sing to her.
0: Yeah, but I do like when they
1: sing to her. I'm just so I just find it so odd. She's like, oh, this shirt stinks so bad. I got to throw it away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that non sequitur was brought brought to you by <laughs>
0: fucking,
1: Jake. I don't know what this, this beer I'm drinking.
0: So Jake is still building sets for the play. And Claire is just convinced that Eli is out to get Jake in some way. And she's talking to Adam about this. Adam is so great. Adam is, is I just pizza man again.
1: He's one of like the best. He's like kind of perfected that side character thing yes. of like just coming in for moments and being so funny.
2: Mm-hmm. He's
1: got an Anya.
0: That's like an Anya. Vibe. It's an Anya thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause he's just not having any of this at one point. She's like, do you think that, um, Eli would do something bad Mm -hmm. to Jake and Adam goes the like something along the lines of the list of things Eli wouldn't do is very short Yeah, (laughs) 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 their interactions are really fun and really it is
0: I really enjoyed it um so Claire just wants Eli to leave Jake out of it um
1: Claire has been a very good sport through all of this leading up to this, knowing that Eli is writing this like hit job on her that is going to perform in front of the whole fucking school.
0: Yeah. So she confronts Eli about it and he says that his creativity can't be contained yeah. And that Jake will be out of the picture soon enough. And so now she's convinced he's going to try to murder Jake. <laughs> he's
1: going. So she's like, I'm volunteering for the play. Remember, so that,
0: Claire yeah. has a very active imagination. She wrote right. all that vampire fan fiction.
1: Very true. Very true. So they both do. And yeah, so she's like, I'm going to join the play and I'm going to keep an eye out. For yeah, while well, he's like putting sure. up lights. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Eli asked me to put these lights up here. And so she basically says to Jake at one point, she's like, he just like. Oh, so she decides Eli is going to have Jake read the part of Fritz for the table <laughs> read of the new.
0: Yeah, I wonder who's supposed to play Fritz I don't might know. end up being Jake. Um,
1: Jake's going to play him in the table read mm-hmm. for the new draft of the script.
0: Jake the looks scr- a little
1: bit like Fritz. He does. Um, so the so Claire has not read the play, but Claire's like, I'm going to use my journalist card because I'm covering the play. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit in on the script reading. And basically they're reading this scene that is not how Claire remembers it. Mm hmm. And Claire stops it in the middle. And she's like, this is lies. Like, none of this is true. And he's like, yeah, Eli. Eli's like, yeah, it's a play, Claire. And she's like, but you're telling everybody it's a true story. And then uh, Fiona's like, new rule, no press. Shoo, shoo, shoo. And then Claire just leaves. (laughs) Claire could easily be like, I'm not Mm going to listen to you. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a very funny part here where Jake is very puppy doggy about like reading one of the, the lines
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he's like very proud of it. Like he reads the line and he looks at Claire and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like just so excited yeah. that he got to read a line. Um, it's very fun. So then Claire and Jake are in the car and Claire's like, I just I'm worried about our relationship because he's going to this play is going to like position me in all these ways and whatever. And and Jake's like, dude, I don't believe Eli. He's weird. He wears eyeliner and writes plays.
0: (laughs) It's a great line. So specific. I love it.
1: (laughs) But then Jake is like, you know, you really should read the play. Yeah, that's when he gives it to Claire. Claire reads the play.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it turns out, as we find out when she goes to confront Eli about it,
0: mm-hmm. she
1: says, Claire is the hero. And he's like, Yeah, Claire, because you're the hero.
0: <gasps> and then it ends. And, and then we don't would, know.
1: But that was very much like There
0: was some looks.
1: There was some looking going on. So
2: Eli is a calculated kind of like.
1: You know, he does things a certain way to sort of manipulate and get what he wants, mm-hmm. which is what everybody thinks Claire does, apparently, mm-hmm. which we talked yeah. about two weeks ago. But at the same time. I do. Th- th- when that happened, I was like, oh, God, these two belong. To- like these two should be together.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, I'm I'm so on the eclair train. I feel yeah. nothing for Jake.
1: No, nothing. He's a goon, but he's like he's like a sweet goon. He's nothing.
0: Yeah, he's not I, a bad guy. I just feel nothing no. for him. I mean,
1: I he's would He's very, very plain. <laughs> he's fine. Like, I would he def- doesn't wear eyeliner. He doesn't or right plays.
0: No, I would feel more
1: about him like and Claire if I knew their parents were married.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting this whole time for that. And <laughs> waiting like two hours to say that to me.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Like if they if their parents were married, it would be way hotter. But as it stands right now, they're just dating, so it's not. They're not technically step siblings yet, so I'm not as into it. Um, I was, but by the end of this, I was like, so Eli definitely led on that he was hiring Jake. He even said it like last week, like keep your enemies close. He said that to Imogen
2: mm-hmm.
1: or whoever he fucking said it to. I don't remember. But he said, keep your enemies close. So it, it, it definitely seemed like he was going. To, the point was to sabotage the relationship. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, he just like presented Claire as Claire is. He realized that like, that's what I should do. I should just be yeah. nice. And not try to, like, ruin her life. I can just be nice to her.
0: Yeah, and, and we'll that see. might be better.
1: We'll see. I'm excited to see this fucking play, man. God damn.
0: Oh, give me a play episode, please. When is it happening?
1: Soon, I hope.
0: I mean, they're still they're still doing table reads and putting the set together. they like, this is a rewrite of the play. We don't even know who's playing Fritz. Probably Jake. Shoo, shoo, shoo.
1: I liked when Fiona said, shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> and then because she has such authority, Claire was like, oh, God, I guess I better leave.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I guess I should go. <laughs> I yeah. loved it. I loved it. This was a great. Uh, this was a great two parter. What a what a time. Yeah. All the stories were good.
0: It was very fun. It was very fun.
1: Jake out here looking like Edward Cullen's Fucking like. Like he looks like the version of like. In like the Twilight knockoff,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he's like
1: Dime Store
0: Edward Cullen. <laughs> Your Dime Stores still exist? Yeah, they definitely did when the vampires were first alive.
1: It's still a phrase, though people say.
0: Yeah, like a knockoff,
1: I guess you would say now. Instead. Yeah, like a reboot. So, Rachel, does Mm -hmm. it or
0: doesn't it? I think it does. There's threat of taking the child away and Jenna's mom can't not Jenna's mom. Casey's mom can't watch Tyson. Casey's
2: mom
1: can't watch Tyson.
0: There's, uh, you know, Jenna and Casey are probably breaking up because of Marisol. There's. A possible very inappropriate relationship that is starting to bud here. And but I mean, everything with Eli and Claire is it just going there. I mean, it's already inappropriate. She's winking at him,
1: calling it telling him to call her Winnie. It's already it's not necessarily like a fireable offense yet, mm-hmm. but it's already not good, yeah, so Pat does it or doesn't it? What do you think does it uh it does it does. <laughs> In like a low key kind of a way, you know, mm-hmm. it does. It does. But it's not like, I don't know. It's more like um, like the real world will get you down kind of shit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, than it is like, oh, my God, my jaw's on the floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if, you know. It's not boiling. No, I mean, if Claire and Jake's uh, parents were married. Oh, my God. Casey's mom has got it going on. So Pat. Yeah. Who's the hero of this story? The hero of this story, I you know, I wanted I obviously do want to say Mo because I like Mo a lot. He's mm-hmm. a really fun new character. Um, but I gotta go with Jenna because Jenna. You're not even
0: gonna go with Adam from <laughs> the C-story. i also Adam is another
1: <laughs> character. Adam and Mo are like yeah. really fun. Side characters in this episode, they're saying funny stuff. Adam's performance is second to none. He just his timing is his comic timing is really good. Just good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to go with Jenna. Jenna's going through a lot. Jenna's feeling a lot of feelings, and I think she's coming to a more mature decision finally after a, a lot of time. I don't know where it's necessarily taking her or us. Yeah. But at least she's entertaining the idea. And it yeah. and and you know, I like that she's like we're failures. We're not this is not working. And what kind of life is this for this child, you know?
2: Mhm.
1: So I relate to Jenna a lot in this episode too, so I'm sort of just like on her side. It's hard yeah. not to be for me. So Jenna, Jenna, for me with big honorable mentions for Mo. And yes, also Adam.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How about you, Rach? Who's the who's the hero of this story?
0: Um, I also think it's Jenna. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Indeed. For all the reasons that you said.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah. She's she, Yeah. She's got she's doing good. You know.
2: Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. We've got we do have someone to welcome into the room tonight, too. All right. Hold on. Just one
1: person. It's an interesting thing because I'm not at my house.
0: Oh, so So did Mr. Del Rossi come with you. No, I got to pull
1: him up on the zoom. Hold on.
0: This
1: is how you get zoom. You got to really hit the buttons. (laughs) This is how you get zoom up. You have to hit a lot of buttons. Oh, hello. Yes, it is me. Hello, I am here. Oh, ho, 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 look at this. It is so fun to be on a
0: three way Zoom with all of my friends, the rest of the pet. How oh, wait, you- does that mean that Pat can also talk right now? Yeah, I'm
1: here. I'm here. I'm <laughs> on the Zoom. I'm on the Zoom call. Oh, it is so good to see you, Pat. a pet. It's nice to have. Usually we are together all the time. So it's a nice to have a night away from you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel the same way. Um, somebody says we oh, have somebody to have into the room.
0: Yes. We do. Oh,
1: this will make me so happy.
0: Good. It's Ellen K.
1: Oh, Ellen. I like to have to know exactly who it is. It is not Ellen P. It is not Ellen M. It is not Ellen B. Ellen Barkin. Because if it was Ellen B, it could be Ellen Barkin, the famous actor. But this is Ellen K. K. Hell in the K. Oh, it is so nice to have you here today in the room. We're welcoming you with the open arms. It is a nice, it is a beautiful night. And I hope that when the episode comes out, it is a beautiful day. And if it's not a beautiful day, it will become a beautiful day. Because in the room, it is always beautiful. It is always whatever you think you want it to be. It is, and that is the beauty of a what do we do, right, Rachel? It is, it is. Rachel's always saying it to me, this is the beauty of what we do. And then she's sticking up for Mario. But those are the two <laughs> things she's always doing all the time. She's always got those two things on her mind.
0: And then, is- you know, sometimes something else.
1: And then sometimes she wants to talk about like a gorilla's. <laughs> She's like, I want to talk about. Look, Mr. Del Rossi, you know how much you yeah. love gorillas. And I'm like, Rich, I don't really love gorillas that much. I mean, it is okay. I like it happened. I'm feeling glad to get the sunshine. You know, my bag. But I don't. I love gorillas so much. <laughs> she fucking loves a gorillas. Plastic beach. She loves a plastic beach. She loves all the other ones. Demon yeah. days. All the other ones. Demon Days. What's the other one? Is there another one? Those two? There's one more. That's it? They
0: have, they have
1: multiple. Oh, well, she loves all of them. But I'm going to tell you what I love. And I love Ellen K. I I love <laughs> Ellen K. I'm so happy to have her in the room. And I want you to come and be with us all the time. Living it up. Having your favorite dinner. Having your favorite lunch. Heavenly, your favorite a breakfast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just thinking about like, there's no what? dinner. It's just your favorite lunch and your favorite breakfast. I said the dinner first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said that you're not a listening, And I said the dinner first. I said that your favorite the dinner, your favorite the lunch, and your favorite the breakfast. I said that. You listen but then
0: why'd you say it in the opposite order that people normally say it in? Because they normally <laughs> say breakfast, lunch, and then dinner. Not to me. I thought the same. You gotta say things in the opposite. No,
1: no. I say the dinner, lunch, and the breakfast. That is the I say you have a dinner, lunch, and a breakfast because it is the better way. Because those that is the order of the meals and the and the goodness of the meals. Yeah. Dinner, lunch, and a breakfast. Although breakfast may be better than a lunch. What do you think? I
0: don't know. Breakfast is pretty great,
1: I think. Yeah. They're all good. They're like a meals. Yeah. But we are so happy, Ellen K, to have you here. And it is going to be a great time for you and for me and for Rachel and for Pat and for the Broomheads and for the Dope and Monkeys. And moving forward, we will have nice rainbow days and flower nights. I don't know. I'm, yeah,
0: sure. A, it sounds I'm good. out of my element flour because like it, like f l o w e r or f l o u r. I mean, I think you know the answer to that question, Rachel. Just, I
2: think is you know the baking? answer.
1: I think you know the answer to that the question, and I think it is. It would be silly if I was talking about baking a flower, Rachel. <laughs> what am I doing here? What is this? What is a, this? Is shit. I love you Rachel You are my best friend I say it all the time I tell everybody Ellen Kay How do you feel about Pat? He's fine Ellen Kay is great Obviously But I don't know her As well as I know Rachel Rachel is my best friend I gotta say The best person Top notch Top notch She talks about gorillas A little bit too much She's always like a plastic beach. You get to listen, it's actually a masterpiece. And I'm like, it is not a masterpiece, but okay, you're fine. I I listen, I listen to plastic beach again. Okay, all right. <laughs> listen to plastic beach. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Ellen Kay, thank you so much. We're so happy to have you. Welcome. Everybody else, if you're not at patreon.com slash a deep, what are you doing? What are you even doing with the we have so
0: much fun over there?
1: Do you know that these two knuckleheads are watching the original Degrassi Jr. High? Oh, my goodness. And mm-hmm. Pat cannot, for the life of him, remember what that one character's name is. Is it Ula? Is it the Una? Vula. Is it the Puna? Is it the Suna? Vula. He can't get it right. He says it differently every time. So if that's the kind of content you want, why don't you go over to the Patreon, patreon.com. The the You're going to love it. It's three E's. Three E's. Get on there. 5 dollars $10. You could give a $1, too, if you want. I don't care. Do whatever you want. But get on the (laughs) Patreon. That is where we're having the most fun. So thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Pat. It is nice to see everybody. Aaron K., welcome to the room. Oh, my God. This guy just X'd right. Oh, no, hold on. He's still there. He's getting out. Hold on. He's just got to pound all the keys, (laughs) bunch. All right, he's out. It's crazy how, how, with Zoom, how you have to pound the keys so much. A it's
0: a lot of key word. pounding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, what a time, Rach. What a time. Check us out on the socials over at uh, Dean Podcast and, the, and uh, Facebook, Dope Monkeys. You can write us an email every episode for it, gmail.com.
0: Please write a review, a five-star review. That helps us because it
2: makes it people
1: show
0: us and we And stuff. we, unlike Bill Simmons, know what a montage is how to break down a story <laughs> i
1: think i know what about Dudges, is but i don't want to stake my claim i'm just kidding i do
2: know what it is
1: <laughs> <clears throat> anyway
0: well rach
1: i'm excited to keep going on this this is the, this was a fun episode
0: yeah it was a good one so i hope that they keep going this way although i'm sure that something's going to disappoint us very soon
1: i love how just these are just the people in degrassi now I've just accepted it. These are just my characters.
0: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't phase me as much. I do still love the original uh, TNG sure, of cast a lot. But, I, but I,
1: I don't miss them now. I'm past missing them. I'm very comfortable with these people now.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I feel like I'm used to them. They're not I, I don't feel weird about them anymore.
1: Shoo, How shoo, many more shoo?
0: episodes do we have in this a lot, a million, yeah, a lot.
1: There's like 45 episodes in this season.
0: Yeah. Uh, shoo, shoo, shoo.
1: <laughs> Fiona, too. God bless her. One of the mm-hmm. greats. All right. Well, I guess we'll see everybody next time. Yes,
0: we'll be back in two weeks with another episode.
1: As the train keeps rolling into
0: oblivion. So good night.
1: And grilled cheese, definitely.
0: And grilled cheese, definitely. Ichniowski.